The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Region Cooks, Thursdays from 10 to 11, we get together with people, in this case, people who like to have fun in the kitchen. Sometimes they're making barbecue, sometimes they're making pizza, sometimes they're making beer. Bottom line is they're making everybody that comes to Fat Pat's smile. Although if you came to Fat Pat's these days, they'd probably hand you a hammer and an apron and put you to work, maybe a wrench, because Fat Pat's Brewery is still under construction with an opening, a grand opening in April, if we play our cards right, we're we're shooting Pat? for that baby, and it's looking good in Is there. It? I was just stopped by this morning. It looks awesome. I've seen I, some I'm photographs, excited. and that's good. You got windows in and stuff, so yeah. the squirrels can't live in there through yeah. the winter. There's plenty of other holes they can get. <laughs> oh, through. Oh, there? Yeah, well. And Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. Doing yeah, all I'm kinds excited. of pizza research. Lots of pizza research. Yep, gearing up for it. We've been. Why is that not a anticipating? Why is that not a high school class? Pizza research, be. researching. I would have excelled. No, pizza research. Pizza research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be. You're absolutely right. I do. I'm sure I it's a culinary so dream class. Pizza. Yeah. Do you? Yep. Yep. Really, just try to flood myself with it. Pizza dreams. <laughs> I'm flooded with pizza dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like a problem. Well, and I don't if, know. Depends if you on do how it for a living, it. it could yeah. be a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That could be good. Inspiration so, everywhere. <laughs> let's talk a little about what isn't happening yet because it will happen. Have you decided what kind of, I, I noticed that Fat Pat's Brewery, because uh, you don't want to emphasize barbecue only. I don't, you don't want to give people the idea that you're only doing barbecue. You're doing all kinds of stuff. That's right. Uh, and so, and what goes really well with brewery is something to eat. So I'm guessing people will assume it's Fat Pat's. So there's got to be food. Brewery. Oh, cool. Now is the beer that used to be really small time is kind of front and center, isn't it? It's front and center. I mean, it is kind of funny because I we're definitely a food first restaurant or oh, yeah. right. okay. brewery, I guess you know what I mean. But um, yeah. I think the brewery in the name just makes it a little bit easier for us to not have to do the one thing all the time and not have it available all the time. Right. Well, and not have to explain it on the telephone every time someone calls. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what, as we grow, people are going to grow with us and and that's just going to be how it goes. Well, and you're going to have things that are staples. I know the menu will alter somewhat on a seasonal basis and so forth, but you're always going to have things that made you famous in the, in the beginning. Absolutely. All the things. Right. Well, so it's not like you'll go there. What do you mean you don't have macaroni and cheese anymore? And you don't have barbecue either? Just beer and a hot dog? What? And the pizza lady's off today? You know, that's never going to happen. If we had chicken strips, Everett would be happy. (laughs) Everett's being quiet. A few minutes ago, he was chatty Kathy. No chicken. Now he's quiet. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Making sure that he's, uh, he's happy and healthy, too. Yeah. And putting them to work ASAP. You know, I wanted to ask you that. I mean, like, what? how do you get a kid to, to eat anything other than chicken strips? You tell them what my mom used to tell me. Does it say short order cook up here? Does it say anything you want? You just place the order and I'll get right to it, son? No, it doesn't. 
Here's what's for dinner. My house, my, and my, my house was, here's, and they, my mom would tell us early what we're having for dinner. We're having burgers or we're going to have whatever, pork chops, whatever we're going to have. She would, she could tell us at breakfast before we went to school, we're having an applesauce meatloaf tonight. Okay. And that's what it would be unless there was a problem of some sort. If you didn't like, and then there would be sides because there's always vegetables. My mom was big on all the things that you have to eat on your plate. It used to drive her crazy that I would eat all the things at once. I would eat all the vegetables, then all the potatoes, then all of the chicken or meatloaf or whatever it is. And it used to drive my parents crazy for some reason, instead of having a bite of this and a bite of that and kind of mixing and matching. Nope. It was Food all of one. Touch, right? I know. Yeah. I had to eat it all, all in a row. Oh, it's and touching. Anytime. Yeah. Well, not till it got down here. Anytime. <laughs> Uh, you didn't like what uh, what it was. My mom would give you peanut butter and jelly is your choice. If my dad was cooking, it was peanut butter. No jelly. No, no. I, this is what we're having. Burgers. Cheeseburgers, if you want. I got some bacon. You can have some bacon on it. But any other condiments? We're having burgers. You don't want a burger. Peanut butter. Oh, honey, we can't. Peanut butter. You want to make them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Then you go to the kitchen and make them peanut butter and jelly. For me, it's peanut butter. Not even toasted yeah. yeah, that was it. So you probably got sick of that pretty quick. Oh, baby, right, right, right away, right away. Well, then mom and dad realized that uh, that uh, they would be exposed to different, we would be exposed to different kind of foods and, and develop it. I have a sister who doesn't cook at all. And her son was exposed to, she owns a marketing company and a couple of her clients owned restaurants. So she would stop at one of the restaurants on our way home from work and pick up whatever the special was. So lobster bisque or all kinds of, you know, hoity-toity food, foie gras and all kinds of things that little kids don't get exposed to most of the time. And she didn't tell them what it was. What's for dinner, mom? It's in the box right there. Help yourself. Okay. He'd start scooping it and it was delicious, which she thought was awesome because now I have a little kid who doesn't realize that he's eating mushrooms or he's eating He's eating duck or he's eating all this unusual. My friends wouldn't eat this or they'd kill me if I told them food, which she thought was great until he became a teenager and realized that one helping of foie gras wasn't enough. He liked it. So now I need lobster. I need two bowls of lobster bisque because he's got this hollow leg that you need to fill up with all this really expensive food that he began uh, began to uh, really, really like. Chicken what strips if, might not be so bad. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 suddenly chicken strips. strips weren't so bad. <laughs> yeah. Because she didn't go to the grocery store. That meant cooking them in the oven. She lived in her house for seven years before she realized the oven part, the stove worked. She used the stove a lot. The oven didn't work. She didn't know that till she'd lived in the house for seven wow. years. They just, it was a storage thing for pots and pans. Sure. And other stuff because it was a pretty small galley sized kitchen. She didn't care. She didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's a pretty limited menu, isn't it? Nothing totally. in the oven. Yep. Oh, baby. Maybe that's That'd what we tough. use our pizza oven for. It's just. Hey, yeah, but you got a really, you got an official storage. pizza oven. Does that mean you can experiment with all kinds of different crusts and toppings and, yeah. and stuff? Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, we will when it, when it's done, which should be March. Um, but yeah, it was a journey into cool. to finding the right one. Was it? Yep. But, What's uh, different? And we don't even know if it's the right one because you know we don't have it yet. <laughs> oh, I've got I've got good feelings. <laughs> when it comes, uh, you'll see. Yeah, it. yep, yeah. There's a bunch of different companies that you can look into, and uh, this one just ultimately felt the most right. But uh, it's got all the bells and whistles, so it 
it rotates on the inside. Um, it's a dual fuel system, so you can use gas and wood. Oh, awesome. uh, So it keeps your temp up without having to lean too heavy on wood. Sure. Um, Even I could run it, Mike. Right. Well, that's important. Even Pat can run it. That's important. Yeah. Yep. She yep. can call you and say, get it fired up. I'll be in in a minute. Button. Yeah. Yep. Button pressed. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But it's going to allow us to to train a lot of people on it um, so we can really have community members in there and, and create a good team. Um, Is your menu going to be pizza focused or because you've got a, a pizza extraordinaire working in the kitchen all the time also, so she can have special, uh, you know, regular basic pizza, but maybe a couple of special specials because I'm in, I'm in house today pizzas and then other stuff that's on the menu, like Mac and cheese, mm -hmm. which you got to keep on forever. God, your Mac and cheese is so good. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the idea right now, and we go back and forth, but for the most part, pizza is going to be pretty much every day. And then, you know, barbecue will be kind of one day a week. Still only one day a week? Still just one day a week. And, and the idea behind it is to keep it as fresh as possible. Sure. You know, you're not you're not having to worry about the leftover thing. And and I mean, that's pretty, pretty important to that style of food is hot and fresh that from that. Right. Well, day, you, know, you know, we made 30 pounds of uh, of brisket for barbecue and we only sold 25 pounds of it. So tomorrow we're having a special one pound a container of, of of yesterday's brisket on special. Take that home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Talk It'll, me into that. <laughs> it's also pretty special, the environment that uh, that one night of barbecue creates, I think. Um, that's something you notice every time you come on a Friday night. Right. You end up with barbecue buddies. <laughs> I never see you ever anywhere except Friday night here. It gets it gets hot and hot and heavy, Mike. I'll bet. I'll bet it does. It's pretty wild. How much brisket? Well, it's not only just brisket. How much barbecue do you make when you do it once a week? Hundred pounds? Five hundred pounds? No, I, um, give me maybe at the end of this commercial, I can figure it out. I, oh, okay. That's, I thought it was be not. It's it's le more than a wild guess. You know, I was actually going to try and figure this out um, <laughs> over the holidays. You know, so Reds is known for its meatball mix. Yeah. And my dad was making 400. I never forget the meatball. 400 pounds of meatball mix for every single week for, it was like 10 weeks straight. Wow. To get through the Christmas season. Wow. <laughs> to get through Christmas? <laughs> holy schmoly. Yeah, holy schmoly. That's a lot of meatball mix. I mean, you go out and fill up the, the, the meatball mix and basically you might as well just turn around and grab another box. And fill it up And again. just keep going. It's it was wild. That's crazy. That's yeah. too bad. I huh? know nobody likes that meatball mix. Huh? No, yeah. It's, I don't know what the heck to do to get sales to don't go. Don't take it off the menu. That's what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Your meatballs are awesome. You know, yeah. then you got a meatball sub and you got a meatball pizza. Cut them in half so they don't roll off the pizza. Ooh. I learned that early because <laughs> if they roll around, they could fall right off the pizza while you're taking it out of the oven. We are Cooley Region Cooking with the friends from Fat Pat's Brewery that will open. Keep your fingers crossed. Mid-April in uh, Spring Grove. Woohoo! We'll be right back. We're back. Cooley Region Cooking. Patrick Longmire. He's a fat pat. Although when you see him, you'll say, which part of Patrick Longmire is the fat part? Is your dad fat? Where did fat pat come from? 
just a boring story. When I was touring down in Texas in a band, I just ate a lot of food after the shows and people thought that was weird. And they're like, we're going to call you Fat Pat from here on out. And so it just kind of stuck. Okay. So, but sorry. the food didn't stick clearly. Yeah. No, it s- stress sheds pounds. My <laughs> no, friend. does it? Stress, yeah. that was it. Used to be fat, but now not so much. Chelsea, have you always been a pizza queen? I, I think my friends and family would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. You enjoy it? What's the. Well, fortunately, what's, but. What's your favorite part of making pizza when you're starting with, with all those raw ingredients? What kind of pizza do you rub your palms together and say, oh boy? Ugh, of a pizza to make? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I just think it's the, the hands on, like, love in every moment, which might sound corny, but for real, you're a part of every, like, part of that process every of phase bringing all of those elements together sure and you have to have patience and then you have to get it just right for it to be really really good and uh lots of creativity that can go into it i've always said that you can if you're smart about what you're doing you really have endless options cool uh, for how to make a good pizza and so yeah it's fun are you making dough today for pizza that you're going to cook tomorrow and that kind of thing I will be currently. Oh yeah, I didn't mean right now. But yes, the restaurant's not open now, so you're off the hook. That'll be a interesting learning curve because yeah, it's all about knowing how to get your dough ready so that it can ferment properly and then still be useful. And then you don't want to overshoot it uh, in case we're timing is everything. Exactly. Yep. So, but that'll be fun. It'll be fun to learn. And then this new oven that we're getting um, really is just going to allow for so much more experimentation because you can set the temp really low so I can cook off vegetables uh, and do fun things with that. I could bake bread in it at a lower temp. Oh, cool. Um, there's just a lot that we're going to be able to. Kind so of- you could expand from pizza and make calzone or all kinds of other. Oh, yeah. Dough oriented. Yeah. things. We'll see. We'll start small, but for sure, there's going to be a lot of room to kind of experiment in the future. Everybody will be checking that chalkboard on the way in. What's Chelsea making? What, what's Chelsea experimenting with? This week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see in the chalkboard calzones while they last or, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be something stuffed crust pizza till they're gone, whatever, because we're not sure yet. Yeah. Can you yeah. do a stuffed crust wood fired? Yeah. Ooh. You definitely can. I've seen some wicked stuff <laughs> in my research. It's <laughs> <laughs> exciting. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, there's there's really honestly some really cool possibilities out there. So and I think that's what's great about opening a a brewery in a small town um, because you can kind of get away with uh, really just doing like what you said, like having a special and being like, well, we only have five, but that's okay because we learn from those responses and kind of get to play around. And And then your locals and the regulars know that she's on the special means five pizzas when they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. So you can't get there two hours after they open and still expect they'll have a pizza. Yep. Yep. Or at least the special pizza. Always have a pizza. What about you and your menu? If she's going to have pizza all the time, then you're going to have a few staples all the time. Uh, like what? Besides the mac and cheese, which is way too good. To the ever. burgers have taken burgers, off. Yeah. So, you know, they, that's just a special thing that people actually want to punch me in the face because I'll post them on Instagram, like throughout this process of being closed and be like, remember me? I'm the sweet <laughs> burger that you used to devour in a second sort of thing. And, and then, you know, Stop people are that. like, Stop oh, it's, that. it's like nice to see it, but I hate you for that. Yeah, I get so, it. I totally get it. And the, had, and the fries. The, if you had smell-o-vision, it would be different, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't know. They, they hate and the fries. You do, I know your fries were really good. 
what did what do you do that's different? You know what? I don't even know how to make any of this stuff anymore. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I I think you told me it wasn't a secret. No, it's just vinegar. But your French fries are. Yeah. Uh, but it takes more time. It takes more time. Yep. You soak you know. them in vinegar for at least four to six hours, something like that. And then you, you par fry them and then you have to freeze them down and then you reheat them. And right. You have to do all that or they're just not the same. Right. Well, and I get it. And they're just fries. They're not pub fries. You don't uh, dip them in stuff. They're just don't. French fries. Correct. Pre, pre-conditioned, I guess, because you're yeah. doing the vinegar and so forth. So today's potatoes are tomorrow's French fries. Totally. And that, that makes a lot of difference. Same with the your pizza crust. Today's dough yeah. is tomorrow's pizza. Yep. And that takes timing and it takes planning. And as a customer, I appreciate it. Now I know why you're thin because you're going crazy trying to figure out how many people are going to come in tomorrow and want a burger and fries versus, oh man, it's Thursday. Chelsea does a super special pizza on Thursday. So probably fewer fewer burgers, but not fewer fries because pizza and fries is a great combo. And so that's, you know, the the craziness of yeah. running a restaurant where you end up with hardly anything left over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a learning curve, kind of combining everything we've been doing in like, you know, short, like quarter days we've been open before, right? We weren't even open for like more than three hours at a time usually. And now it's going to be kind of more of an all day thing. And not to mention, you know, uh, we have someone coming in to do breakfast at some point. Oh, too. man. So mm-hmm. it's. So lunch and dinner will be when you, <clears throat> when you first open in uh, mid April, fingers crossed, yep. you'll be open for lunch and dinner every day. Uh, Wednesday through Sunday is what we're looking at now. Okay. All right. Well, Monday and Tuesday to clean everything up. Cause yeah. when you're busy as can be, you got to take a day or two to clean. You bet. That'll be brewing days and stuff. And sure. Yep. Take time days. to do that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God, I forgot. You'll be making burger mix, make it, let your dad make the meatballs. And uh, then you'll be in the back brewing beer. Yep. How many different kinds of beer will you brew? Um, yeah. So we'll have 10 taps and, you know, one. All might, homemade beer? All homemade. Yeah. Really? Um, one one wow. of those taps we might use for a, a nitro coffee because that went over really well when we had that. What's that? It's uh, it's like a cold brew coffee that's oh. just infused with nitrogen. Oh, okay. It's not like super caffeinated. It's not. A, it's not a big. Okay. No, it is actually. Ha- it's, oh, it's, oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. It's, well, not, yeah. It's, it's slow, to keep you awake for a week. Coffee. Yeah. Well, it so it's sort it's of. got more kick than a regular cup of coffee. Okay. Just the way it's brewed, it takes like twenty hours to brew that stuff. Oh yikes! But, but we needed that. We, but we needed that. Yeah, we needed that. <laughs> and you can do drinks called like sweet cream nitro, and you add a little vanilla, a little heavy cream, and it's sure. it's a pretty popular drink. But sure. Um, yeah, uh, and then for sure, the, you know, the rest will be beer. But um, And different beers all the time? Different, yeah, for the Whatever most part. Whatever grabs you? For the most part. I think there's a few staples that we've developed that, every, you know, there's, we have one called the Farmhouse Ale that everyone seemed to really like, so we'll just always have that one. Right, there's that's a, cool. There's a Pilsner. There's a few names I want to change along the way, but um, the well, Armadil- okay. Armadilly Pilly. <laughs> that's the first time Yeah. I think Arm we got a dilly pilly. Yeah. I, I dig that. We got some that. like oats. That'll make a Texas, great t-shirt. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I survived armadilly pilly. <laughs> it's just a, it's just like a roadkill, like armadillo holding yeah, up sure. a can of beer. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Makes that. a great t-shirt. Tumbleweed rolling by. I don't know. Yeah. You can't take that off the menu. Why? Cause I sold 500 t-shirts last week. That's why. Look how popular it is. And then for the most part, you know, we'll switch it up. Cause there's just so many types of beer out there and I, it's that's fun. Well, somebody's going to tell you, hey, have you ever thought about making 
uh, you know, a golden wheat, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Right. You got a recipe? Well, yeah, I got this book for Christmas and this particular recipe and my friend, I got a friend who lives in, in Marquette, Michigan, and he made 30 gallons of it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. And everybody thought this is really going to be weird. It turned out to be delicious. Totally. Yeah. Well, and if you're making 10 different beers, you're making what? hundred gallons at a time. It's like 110, I 110? think is what it ends up being. So it's it end, like, if it's uh, a low hopped beer, it'd be like seven kegs. Oh, okay. And then if you do like a hazy IPA, which is heavily hopped, it, you end up with about five. Really? What's why? Just because you add so many, you know, like so much more hops in, oh. and it absorbs so much Got more of the liquid. Takes up more room in the keg. Well, you don't put that in the keg, but it just absorbs the water or that, you know, the beer. Sure. And it, um, yeah, you just end up with less. So when you pull the tap, less comes out because pretty soon it's just the, I get it. I totally, yeah. that's not how it works specifically, but yeah. I think everybody that's an abs- absolute brewer is thinking, Hayes, just be quiet. You're in, you've just, they're, they're actually the probably hole. telling me to be quiet. They're like, what are they're, you even talking about? Just stepped in a hole, cut it out. It is. Uh, do you have the sign up yet? People drive no by and see. We're probably not going to get a sign up. Well, I mean, if we're open in April, the, the weather will be good. But yeah, you won't put the sign up until it's warm enough to get up on a ladder. Is that what you're telling well, me? Well, it's going to be baby. It'll, it'll be vinyl and a, and a sticky sign. You know, all right, it's sticky. Peel off the sticky part <laughs> on the back and slap it on the glass. Fat Pat's Brewery in Spring Grove. We'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays, 10 to 11. People that have fun in the kitchen, professionals, sure, but started out with having fun in the kitchen. And then suddenly it became a business. Remember back when you didn't have Fat Pat's Brewery and you didn't have Fat Pat's Barbecue and you were just a grocery store and you were working for your dad and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he kind of kicked you, not out, but down the hall. Go do that over there. Remember? Remember back in those days? Man, I'll tell you when... When we were moving back from Texas and the idea of doing a barbecue thing was like definitely going to happen. Like as it was starting out as a food truck, well, we would, I don't know what parties, if we just threw our own parties or what, but we, I don't know, we cooked multiple meats. Like we did a brisket and we did chicken and uh, we probably did some ribs. And I mean, I just remember us like taking it as if we were already in the restaurant and, and like planning the day out. And basically when you do barbecue, you have to work backwards for, I don't, does that make oh. sense? You, you have to, it's like serving is at four o'clock. Sure. Okay. So you want to be slicing that stuff at maybe three thirty, right? Three fifteen, And you know what I mean? So you work backwards from right. the timing. The, exactly. Timing is everything. It, it was, so it's got to be done cooking. It's got to rest. Absolutely. Gotta, so that's the easiest way with barbecue. I, I mean, maybe that's the way with everything too, but I've never really cooked anything other than that well then so, don't worry about it yeah. you're you're really really good at a couple of things don't be getting out of your comfort zone but that was a lot of fun though is is like doing those processes um you know as if you're feeding a ton of people and treating it like it was a real business and then pretty soon it became a real business and then it was a real business yeah did you have that that epiphany that that light bulb moment at some point when you thought honey this is way more than cooking brisket in our garage. This is a real deal. I just made a bank payment. <laughs> I just, I'm paying bills now. Yeah. I mean, you know, when people kept showing up, 
yeah. different towns that we'd be randomly uh, with the food trailer. I mean, every single time we went to Winona, you know, we went to the bre- a brewery called Island City Brewery. Oh, sure. And uh, every time we went to that, that was honestly our biggest. Was it? It was the biggest uh, cool. amount of sales we ever did. And um, it was really cool. It Man, it makes you feel good, too. When, yeah. when people, you see the same faces. Um and even these people would come visit us in lacrosse on, was it Fridays at Cameron sure. Park? We used yep. to show up for that, the farmer's market there. And um, yeah, it was, it, I mean, there was a line there as you were getting set up. People are getting jacked to take your stuff home. Right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's exciting. Yep. And now you can do it brick and mortar. Now we're going to do people brick will and be mortar. equally as excited. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing is leave them wanting more. You're not open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So right. people have to plan. Yep. They know that uh, brisket is only going to be on Fridays. They know that the specialty peaches are pizza is gone when it's gone. They're not, you're not going to have a hundred frozen pizzas ready to take out, thaw out <laughs> and cook. They're going to, you know, Chelsea's going to make them fresh. Correct. And so there's a, there's an urgency to getting over to a Fat Pat's Brewery because maybe you'll be late and what you'll be having is an appetizer and a beer because you missed out on dinner. And I was going to say, even if you are early or late, we do have beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there's always a cocktail. How do you go about deciding that what would the difference between what might be an appetizer and what might end up being dinner? You know, it's kind of funny. Most of our appetizers are a lot of people's dinner? dinners. Are Absolutely. They? Yeah. Cause we got like a thing called the, the Mac and cheesy brisket fries and it's just oh. a huge boat of fries with Mac and cheese and then brisket on top. And people will just mac order and that cheesy brisket fries. Yeah. It even rhymes. Absolutely. You should have a t-shirt. Should. I survived the Mac, mac and cheesy brisket fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I just thought that up. Please feel free to use that. I am gonna, I, Mike, I'm, I'm writing that down. That's Mac and cheesy brisket fries on a t-shirt. I survived. <laughs> well, they sound delicious. And I'm not even that hungry, but I've had your brisket and I've had your mac and cheese and I've, I think I've had your fries because I remember them being different. So well, put them all together and yeah, who it's a commitment on a lot of these are heavy meals. You know what I oh, mean? Sure. Especially when you're doing the, the meat, like <laughs> there's a few people that, that come in and, and, you know, not every week or anything, but the amount of food that they'll put down, like it puts me to shame and I can throw some food down. It's, yeah. It's impressive. Well, good for them. Then they go home and have a very, very active life <laughs> unless they don't. And that's why you don't see them every week. You see them every other week because it takes 14 days yeah. to burn off 80 million calories. Oh, my goodness. From my Saturday night at Fat Pat's yeah. Brewery. Yeah. these get na- uh, Nachos are, are another big one that um, people are kind of pounding the door down to, to get in their mouth again. And Well, and they're, they're and I want to, if I said, well, they're easy. They're, they're, they're simple. I have been, and I'm sure you have been too, to restaurants that want to highlight the toppings. So they put a giant pile of chips on a plate and then put all the toppings on top and say, wow, look at that. Look at all those toppings. That's good. Well, the consumer recognizes after about 20 chips that all the toppings are gone now because they were all on top instead of like you make them at home. A layer of chips, mm-hmm. a layer of stuff, a layer of chips, a layer of different stuff. Because you're going to put whatever olives and onions and maybe black beans and salsa and cheese and beef and or brisket, whatever. All that's going to end up on your nachos. It can't just all be on the top. Otherwise, it's a pretty picture, but it's not a really good meal. 
Because we, then been you do- end up throwing away all those chips. We've been doing option A. Yeah. Well, good for you because that's how you do it at home. And that's how the restaurant started. Yeah. Was, we're doing it at home. Now we're doing it in the garage. Now we're doing it at the other end of dad's grocery store. Now we got our own place. We're not going to change anything. Just add more plates yep. to the service of those nachos. And that's why they end up being so popular because yeah. all those delicious ingredients. Yeah, it is crazy. The, you know, obviously we want to have appetizers, but then, like you said, a lot of people just take these things as, okay. a, as their main meal. I'm sure yeah. you've had, uh, you know, two couples come in for a whatever date night and they order a couple of appetizers and a couple of beers and just end up munching all the way around the table. Totally. Absolutely cool. It's beautiful. Then what else are you going to do besides nachos, mac and cheese? Uh, what else? For sides, you know, yeah, yeah. the sides list. Yeah, we do the pinto beans. And that was, um, I mean, they're very central Texas. You know, you start out with a, a raw pinto bean and, and they take about four hours to, to cook on the stove. Yeah. Um, cool them down and then you reheat them on the smoker. And and then you oh. give them a little smoke kick to them. And, yeah. Um, they have a, a nice little bit of heat to them. And I mean, some some Minnesotans, Norwegians think it's maybe a little bit too much. Too spicy? A little too spicy, but um, I just tell them to try them again. Well, and, and, you know, would you give them sour cream if they said, can you, can you soften these for me in just a little bit? If they wanted that, but. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, these beans are so good, but they're so spicy. Yeah. See, I, they're not even so spicy. I just think it maybe, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like if you just keep eating them, you're going to get through it. Right, but I don't want it to be painful. I don't want yeah. you and you don't want that customer to come in next week. These are not say, painfully spicy. They were so good, but yeah. I, you know, I couldn't taste anything after I ate those. <laughs> My mom used to think bold ketchup was spicy. So it's all it's in the tongue of the beholder. Sure. Well, I'd say for the most part people are okay with the spice level. Um Cool. Yeah, vinegar slaw has been a huge one that's got a nice, you know, vinegar bite to it, sweet and sour awesome. and um you know, we didn't do potato salad this last year, but it was a big hit in the food trailer. It just was it. it, it we're going to probably bring it back. It's just a lot of it's a lot of work. Doing is it potato salad from scratch? Yeah, you know, but well, I, it, it all is. You right, know, if right? You make you make a big batch of potato salad yeah. that's servable for a couple of days anyway. It's yeah. not like you have to I'd sell say, that out. I'd say two max, two days. Yeah, all right. and then flavors start to taint a little. Do bit. they? Okay. Yeah. All right, so a couple of days. Well, and frankly, well, with the slaw, maybe not the potato salad, but making a dirty burger is one of my favorite things, or a oh, dirty yeah. sandwich of any kind. Yep. That brisket sandwich and then a big pile of, of barbecue sauce, or not barbecue sauce, a big yep. pile of coleslaw on top. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the bun is going to be awesome. Are you going to make Chelsea bake your buns? We're going to, we're, well, whether she does it or I do it or yeah, but it, you're whatever, gonna, we're going to make our own that, buns. Yep. That uh, oven even more. That's, that's cool. We're probably, I mean, we're going to have a big convection oven. For buns. Are you? I don't think that pizza oven would be. Not big enough? Not, not going to be yeah, busy making pizza. Just, yeah, it wouldn't be super efficient in that aspect, I guess, but. Oh, um, that's right. Pizza, buns, pizza, buns, pizza, buns, pizza, yeah. buns. When the buns are gone, they're gone. Sorry. We only made five dozen buns this today because I had to make a whole bunch of pizzas because, you know, because Chelsea's pizza are so darn popular. Oh, man. Get here early, dude. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be that's awesome. That's the fun part about it. Cooley Region cooks every Thursday from 10 to 11. You want to have some fun in this kitchen? Right. You don't have to be professional. You just you don't. You don't. You just have to be a person who likes to have or would like to learn more about having fun in the kitchen. That was my dad's favorite thing. If you're not having fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. 
because you got to eat. So what the heck, have some fun doing it. And I know from a guy who started cooking things in his kitchen, then to his garage, then to a food truck, then to a, then to your dad's grocery store, and then to your own business, that's fun. It's stressful, of course, along the way, but there's got to be an aspect of fun in there yeah. too, or you wouldn't keep doing it. That's right. It's all worth it, seeing people take a bite. Absolutely, and loving it. And, and then you see it. them coming back next week and the week after. That's right. Then they bring friends. See, I told you, you know, that's the kind of, that's one of my favorite things to hear. I told you this was good. Yeah. I, didn't I tell you that? What do you think? Yeah, you're right. Okay. Zing. And it's only Spring Grove. That's right. It's, it's not, not like so it's far. far away. It's not far. Great drive. We are Cooley Region Cooking at Fat Pat's Brewery in Spring Grove. They'll be grand opening again in mid-April. Be right back. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen into my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays from 10 to 11. I'm Mike Hayes, my guest in the kitchen this morning, Patrick Longmire and Chelsea, the pizza lady, uh, Fat Pat's Brewery in Spring Grove that will open uh, mid-April. There isn't a specific date yet. The earlier, the better, but by the middle or certainly before the end of April, open for business. And even if it's the month after April. You'll have people that have been be standing fine. out line for two weeks yeah, waiting. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, I know you will. Nobody will be. They'll just be disappointed, not angry. Oh, I know there's, there's been a lot of disappointment. A difference. <laughs> oh, man. You're not open yet. Oh, man. Nobody will be angry about it unless yeah. they pull up with their busload of hungry football players. What do you mean you're not open? Right. Then they might be angry. I'd have to just throw some hot dogs at them or something. Something. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. You still do uh, uh, as much catering as you're able, don't you? That's right. Um, yeah, you know, we made a big batch of pulled pork uh, kind of before it got too cold. And so we've been able to offer that at least. Sure. You know, smokers outside right now, it's not super ideal temps to uh, have to clean that thing when, I mean, it's actually been, thank goodness, it's been as warm. kind of moderate. It, yeah, it's been very mild, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll take that every winter, I think. Um, well, and it's much easier to say, gosh, I'm really sorry. We can't because we're already booked or it's yeah. 10 below and the, the, you know, the smoker is frozen solid, whatever. Right. Well, that's the thing too. Like you might, you might book something two months out and then in two months, it's Things change dramatically 20 below. Yeah. And it's like, I think the smoker could handle it, but it's the cleaning it afterwards. That would be more difficult. I don't think I could handle it and that's fine. Well, yeah, that's when you pay, I don't know, somebody that's about uh, 10, 11 years old. I'll give you extra. Go out there and clean that, buddy. Here's the scraper. Have at it. Well, we want it done right, too. Well, you can take the big chunks off and then, <laughs> yeah. then you can finish. I know you want it done right, but there's always that. There's that part of that process that nobody likes doing. Yeah. The big chunks. Oh, man. When I was his, we got my son Everett with here today. He's eight years old and. And when I was his age, I'd go and help my dad at the end. Like it was super, it was 10 o'clock probably. We'd go to the grocery. We used to own a grocery store in Houston, Minnesota at the same time as the smaller one in Spring Grove. And we'd go and wash and wax the floors. And it was like an all night thing. Oh, man. I thought I was probably being helpful, but I, I bet I wasn't. 
<laughs> sort of, sort of, kind of. You were helping your mom, <laughs> right? Because your dad took you out of the house. Yeah, yeah. That's, so being helpful is relative. Yeah, absolutely. It's all relative. That's all right. I'm sure there will be a floor in his future. Yes. In uh, Fat Pat's Brewery. There you go. That's good. That was I actually showed him where his mop bucket closet was today. Perfect. So, you know yep. where it is. And then you can put a name, put his name on a big star. <laughs> Everett's, that's my closet. Everett. Uh, Everett. I'm the star. That's my closet. You keep all your secret stuff in there. A little stash of Sprite, a little stash of, you know, candy bars or whatever. Keeps Pic you pictures going. of his girlfriends. Pictures of your girlfriends. Oh, sorry. We weren't supposed to say that part. <laughs> There's only one girlfriend. Only one girlfriend. Don't worry. Yeah. Only one. Don't want to get in trouble. How do you decide what comes off the menu when you want to put something else on the menu? Because you know as well as I do, you can't keep adding pages of delicious food without taking something off. You know, our, our menu so far is pretty lean. I, um, I don't think we honestly would have to take anything off at really? this point. Because um, you don't have a ton on it to begin right. with. Right. You know, the only thing that we've ever really kind of fluctuated with was was early on was burgers. And and we had a cool burger. Gosh, it was goat cheese with, um, it was a, God, was it like a basil pesto? Oh man! And and it yeah, it was goat cheese. And then it, and we had these locally grown. Uh, uh, what kind of mushrooms are they? Blue blue oyster mushrooms. Oh. And it, it was awesome. really good. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. But you know, it was it was a it was very hard to keep that basil pesto really fresh. Was it like you couldn't really make up a batch ahead of time? And then a huge batch anyway. Correct. Sure. You know, and so that just, that made it complicated when you were only, I think we were only open one night a week at that point. So, but I mean, it was a great sandwich. It just didn't, it wasn't selling enough of them at, sure. you know, it wasn't, it. it wasn't for everybody in a, yep. in a small Norwegian town. Right. Um, but so that one, you know, got kicked out and we've just had a couple of different burgers stay in. And then, I mean, then you still find which ones sell the most. So. Right. Well, and you'll find, I'm sure that yeah. will be, we can't get rid of this one. It's the most popular one. Right. And this one, and maybe you take off the one that's the least popular, take it off the menu and see if anybody notices. And if they do put it back, you know, later. Right. But at least when it's a burger, there are some staples in a burger. You're going to have buns. Right. You're going to have beef. You're going to have yeah. the condiments really make that burger different. Don't they? Unless it's a special sauce, which I, I'd say a lot of our burgers are almost the same, just kind of different. Toppings. Sure. You know what I mean? We use right. all the stuff for different things. So even if we take something off and they're like, oh, we still want that one, we could probably still make it. Okay. As long as it's not the pesto. Right. Well, then, because you got to, you, do you make your own barbecue sauce? Yes. You do? Yep. How many different kinds? Just one. Okay. Yep. Well, that makes it easy. Oh, it makes it real easy. Yep. Nobody will say, I want that, you know, do you have that sweet and sour barbecue sauce? Yeah. No, we don't do that one anymore. Oh, man. No, we just now got a nice, it's a- Here it is, like it or not. Vinegar base, pretty peppery. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, man, it complements the barbecue very well. We actually use it on one of my favorite burgers. Uh, I think it was called the WTF burger. And, and it was one of those burgers, you know, you're screwing around in the kitchen and- and you, you saute the onions in that barbecue sauce and it just brought a whole new life. Really? Thing. It was crazy. Cool. Yeah. Caramelized onions. Oh, caramelized man. In barbecue yeah, sauce. Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. Yeah, it was nice. Really Well, nice. And then you look out into the, into the dining area and you see some guy putting all of his coleslaw on top of his burger and you're thinking, what? What's he doing? He's got the burger and then coleslaw and then he's the guy who ordered the skinny French fries, French fries on top, then smash it all down. 
And he loves that. And the people at his table are loving that. I, that looks pretty interesting. I might yep. have to make up a name and do that too. You bet. You learn that from somebody else who loves all your items. And then we'll probably name it. it a, we'll probably name it after him. Could be. That's Bob's burger. Yeah. Well, you know, it wouldn't be the first time you didn't get a fabulous idea from one of your customers. Right. right? That's yeah. I get all sorts of ideas from the customers. Sure. That's right. Here's, an, here's a recipe for a new beer. The next time you're looking for something else yeah. or a new burger or different kind of cheese. I'm sure you get ideas for cheese. This would be great, man. You guys yeah. had any blue cheese? No. Well, the next time you're ordering cheese, just buy a little chunk of blue cheese. And this. Yeah. We've kept cheese down to just a two. Two choices. Really? American and cheddar? Uh, Pepper Jack. Oh. Pepper Munster, actually. I oh, lied. oh, see, yeah. there you go. It's right Pepper away. Pepper Munster and, and um, just American, yeah. American and Pepper Munster. Yep. All right. Well, I'll be the first grumpy customer when I come Please. in. Please. This is delish. Could I, can you put some blue cheese on that? Uh, yeah. Cheddar and blue cheese? No, I'm sorry, sir. All right. Do you mind if I go down the street to Red's and buy some blue cheese? Please. And then come back? Yeah. Just come back. Myself? Oh, I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Got to pay for it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's you in your pocket. All the I mean, condiments. That's, that's kind of the double-edged sword, right? Of having a simple menu is like you're not going to have everything to offer. That you know what I mean. Some of yep. these big restaurants, they oh, I totally get pages it. of stuff, and it's like, well, we're here to just not. You're not here to cater to everybody. I'm not. But you are here to cater to those people who know right. what you do right. and they know how well you do it. Absolutely. No, we don't do brew fries. Really? How come? Because I've got a fryer that's big enough to do this. And I've got the prep area that's big enough to do this. I don't have the prep area to do both. Right. So one or the other, and these are super popular. Nobody else in the neighborhood does fries like this. So they're different. I'm sorry we don't have your brew fries, <laughs> but we got your brew burger. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. And the coleslaw, because that's really good. <laughs> and the coleslaw. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. The sauces, man, that, that's another thing that people, they were, someone was just asking us for the recipe the other day and, and we gave it to her. We have the sauce called creamy jalapeno, otherwise known as crack sauce. And basically she made it, but she didn't put the, the cilantro in. She's like, oh. oh, it tasted weird. I'm like, well, did you put everything in? She's like, not the cilantro. Cause I don't like it. Oh. And I was like, well, yeah, then you, you can't apparently, call it. Apparently you like it because yeah. it makes the sauce. Right. That's yeah. the thing. You know, Did you make it exactly the way uh, the recipe said? Well, no, because I don't like onions. <laughs> well, no wonder it didn't taste the same. Come on. You can't say I don't like this. Forget it. Yeah, exactly. Then you're going to go back and tell your friends, yeah, I had the sauce. It wasn't as good. Did you make it exactly? You're not going to tell you made them different. Yeah, yeah. I didn't use that. I used, I used skim milk instead of cream. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the difference. Fat Pat's Brewery will be open in Spring Grove in mid-April, fingers crossed. Let's go. So watch your Facebook and uh, we'll hear all about it. Patrick, thank you so much for coming over. Thank you. Let's do it again. You bet. Cooley Region Cooks will be back next Thursday.